a calendar event, a reminder, and a notification. That's what Chet and Gary discussed today and also in our May meeting. Let's go! Good morning, Chet. How are you today? I'm doing great, Gary. How about yourself? Fantastic. What's on the menu today, Chet? Well, what's on the menu today is, uh, you know, we've got a meeting coming up here in uh, May, and uh, we're going to be talking about calendars. So I thought, uh, you know, I'd, I'd kind of pose a, a question about some of the background stuff maybe uh, having to do with uh, calendars. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pose it to you. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. We'll see, see what you can tell me is. What's right. the difference between a calendar event, a reminder, and an alert? Well, a calendar event is something you create on your calendar and a reminder and a, what was the last one? Alert. Alert. That's notifications you get about the calendar event you set up. Well, that's possible. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give you 50% at this point. All right, 50%. <laughs> hey, listen, that's better than I thought I was going to score, to be honest with you. So... I'll let you explain it. Hey, it has to do with time management. Time uh, management. Some, of the, some of the ideas from the time management concepts. The, the difference, that as I understand it, between these things, and this, again, is a calendar event, okay. a reminder that you would put in the reminders app, and okay. an alert that occurs. Right. Uh, and they, they all seem to be the same in what they do to you. Okay. You know, they can all pop up a reminder, or they pop up an alert on your uh, phone or your iPad or whatever telling you that you got to remember to do something. But the difference is a calendar event blocks out time. Okay. It actually takes a block of time. You say the starting point, the ending point. I want to be doing something at that point in time. And maybe it's just time for myself to get away from the world and relax for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I need to uh, work on something. Uh, they, this is the time I'm going to do the dishes today or something like that. You're blocking out time itself. And that's a calendar event. Then there's this idea of a reminder which says, I need to remember to do something, but it doesn't have a block of time associated with it. Uh, I don't know when uh, you know they, this is going to happen after a point in time of being reminded of it, but it's just something, remind me to do that. But it has to be at a certain time. That's it doesn't have to be. You, uh, you can say, uh, just remind me on Tuesday. Uh, that I need to do this, uh, you know, uh, for example, uh, remind me to pay my income taxes. Okay, so... But you, you can put a time on it and date and time on it when you want the reminder to appear, but that's not reserving time. So if you do a reminder without a time associated, what time does the reminder pick to do that? Uh, it's uh, going to pick the day you put it in, or if you put a date on it, it'll, it'll come up at that date. If you don't put any date or time on it, it doesn't come up at all. Right, right. Yeah, it doesn't remind you at all. It's something you have to go look at to see that it's there. Uh, so I guess my question would be, if you set up a reminder to remind me to do something on Tuesday, is it going to do it at midnight Tuesday? or is it? It's going to be uh, the, the first thing Tuesday morning, it'll be sitting there. The reminder will be there saying, you told me to remind you on gotcha. Tuesday. Gotcha, okay. Okay. Um, but, yeah, you can put reminders out there. For example, if you create a uh, grocery list and put reminders in uh, mm -hmm. your grocery list, it doesn't come up and, and uh, ding you about those. You look at your list when you go to the grocery store. Right, right. Kind okay. of a thing. Gotcha. 
And then alert is something totally unexpected that you really weren't planning on having happen, and you, but your phone thinks that you ought to be told about that. Um, you know, uh, you're sitting in the restaurant uh, having dinner, and all of a sudden every phone in the restaurant goes off and the alarm sounds, and it's <laughs> silver alert, silver <laughs> alert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both are pretty loud, I'll tell you oh, what. Oh, yeah. I was, in, I was in Bob Evans one time when they went off, and uh, nobody knew whether the alarm in the building was going off or what it was. Every phone in, the, in Bob Evans went off at the same time. That's great when you get an amber alert about 2.30 in the morning. morning, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Or the, uh, the one we got here just uh, a week or so ago that uh, at 4.55 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are always... Uh, I understand the company that did that isn't, uh, isn't doing it any longer. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so the, the, the big difference in, in my mind is, is this whole idea of looking at uh, time management and saying, with time management, I want to reserve time. That's a calendar event. Uh, I want to be, re- be reminded to do something. That's a reminder. And then the phone telling me something's coming up. And one of the things it might be telling me is, oh, uh, you, are, you will need to drive uh, 40 minutes uh, north in order to get to your next appointment. It's time for you to leave. Right, right. And it's taking that information you put in your calendar. Calendar right and applying that Especially if you put the location, then it knows how far away it is, and then it can tell you an ETA that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's pretty beneficial. Uh, and what I like about calendar events, too, also, is that if you've got a reoccurring event, you can set that up. You, you only can have to set, set it up, up yes. once. So yes. you don't have to continue to do that each month. It will, you know. And you and I think that there's all kinds of selection, but there's actually you can really fine tune it by going to the custom. Yes. Right. right. Yeah, and you can do a, a great deal with custom uh, and saying, yeah, uh, we'll go through uh, that in the uh, session. Okay. Uh, in great. our meeting and, and talk about reoccurring events. So there's a lot we can do with that, though. But. One of the biggest questions I keep getting from people is, well, why in the world do I need to worry about using a calendar? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, that's, a, that's something that comes from uh, this whole idea of time management, and that was one of the big things that always hit us when I was working for a living is how do you manage your time um, and uh, assign different times for things and so forth. But it, it just kind of sitting down and planning out your day and figuring out what I really need to do and when am I going to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest thing about that is that if you have to coordinate with somebody else, you have to uh, book a time with a doctor or you're going to go to take your car to the service center, but you have to have a res- reserve uh, time for that or a reservation mm-hmm. for that. Anytime you have to coordinate with multiple people, then you really do need to block out some time and say, this is the time when we're all going to get together and talk about this, or this is when I'm going to have to show up at the, the service center or whatever the, the situation is. And that uh, requires coordination. You know, I, I noticed a lot of, uh, of vendors uh, when you, um, like uh, automobile, or if you go online and schedule service for your your automobile, that it will pop up. Uh, you, do you want to add this to your calendar? Yes. And that's, that's a good feature, too. You can just add it right there, and it, 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 you know, it takes the time that you've done. You don't have to really fill out hardly anything. So, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the ways that uh, calendar events can get on your calendar. Yeah, so uh, those are some of the things that uh, people need to think about. Mm -hmm. And they uh, say, well, why do I need to do that? And, of course, I got this paper calendar in my pocket. Why do I have to worry (laughs) about my phone? Yeah. (laughs) Paper paper calendar, and they got a pen and pencil for notes. notes, That's right, yeah. Yeah, Hard to get away from. You know, uh, I guess everybody just assumes, well, I'm retired now. I don't need a calendar. 
you know, but you still got doctor's appointments, you got to take your car in for servicing, you got dental, you take your pets to the vet. So there's all kinds of events I'm, that you need. I'm actually finding my days are, are more hectic retired than they were when I was working. I don't know how I ever worked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the thing with the work is you you had regular uh, rhythms and patterns to things. Right. Uh, you know, you had status meetings once a month, and they were always on the first Monday of the right. month or something. And and uh, you had your priorities. Too, you had your so. priorities, yes. Yeah, you had those. And uh, lunch was uh, something that uh, everybody knew what time you went to lunch, you know, so you, you didn't have quite the same problem right, right. Uh, there. So, yeah, but uh, looking forward to this next meeting. That's going to be our last one before we go into our break. So I hope that uh, we have uh, really good attendance because... That would be uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really been... Um, it's, it's been pretty uh, pretty good, well attended the last cu- couple of meetings. Eight, yeah, about they, they've been doing uh, really, really well. And uh, we're still kind of struggling with figuring out the best way to... Um, get uh, table exercises and some of that right. kind of stuff put together. You uh, know, that's one thing that we can work on over our break is to try to get maybe a good nucleus of table leaders together and have a couple meetings with them. And, right. you know, I think a lot of it is just continuity to get the tables leaders that, that want to do that to actually be there at the meetings. That's yes. the problem. And, and you know, there's going to be situations that pop up or something comes up that you just can't be there. But if we can get into a rhythm where if you're planning on attending to be, you know, a table leader. And if you're a table leader, you plan on being <laughs> to plan on attending. <laughs> so hand in hand. Uh, but anything else that you, uh, anything in the new that you want to talk about? Or? Well, uh, the one thing I heard that is a little bit frightening, uh, and uh, this is back to that uh, watch and grab mm-hmm. situation. And this is what kind of what I was worried about is it made the the mainline media and everything. It's uh, you're starting to hear more and more about copycats. It. Uh, yeah. No, uh, well that would be copycats, yeah. But the uh, the thing that uh, apparently is happening now is that the people who are stealing your phone change your Apple ID so they know what the Apple ID is, and then they turn around and immediately request a recovery code from Apple. Oh, okay. Once you've gotten a recovery code issued by Apple, you can't do anything unless you have that code. Right. Apple blocks you from doing anything. You can't reset your account. You can't do anything to recover your account. And, of course, you don't have the code because it went to the thieves. Right. So you can't get out of it, and there's just no way for even Apple to get you your account back. You, your account's gone. That's pretty scary. And It's very, very scary. And... Uh, I don't know whether it makes sense for people to go and request a recovery code beforehand. The problem with that is if you request a recovery code and lose it, mm-hmm. you're in the same boat. Right. You simply cannot lose it. You, you can't come back later and say, well, I know I couldn't lose it, but uh, you know the house burned down. What am I supposed to do? The answer is start all over from scratch if you've done that. Uh, so that's not necessarily the, the correct thing. So I think that people just are, are going to have to realize that this is a very potentially serious problem and if this happens to you it's like identity theft it's going to be holy hell to get out of it yeah you just really have to be aware of your surroundings Uh, just don't don't get into don't be putting your code in there when there's a lot of people around or that you feel like somebody's looking over your shoulder because even if you request a new recovery code 
if they grab the phone from you and change it before you you know before that takes effect yeah yeah it's gonna yeah you can't request a recovery code when you need to recover right you need to have requested the recovery code and have it beforehand because you have to put the recovery code in i think if you request a recovery code and want to turn it off you have to be able to put in the recovery code to turn it off uh, in a kind of a situation so Mm -hmm. Um, it, it's a, a way to get out if all else fails. But mm-hmm. if you're if you don't have the recovery code, it doesn't do any good at all. Right. Is what the what the warning on this is. So it's potentially very serious. Um, I don't know what Apple's doing about it. I'm uh, assuming they're having conversations about this. But uh, all the things that they put in to make it possible for you to recover when you forget your password or something like that happens, um, they basically have to turn that all all that off. So I've never actually, to be honest with you, I've never set up a recovery code. Do you, how many, is it a, is it four, four or six digits? Or? Uh, recovery code is a twenty-four character character string oh. that Apple generates. I think it's twenty-four characters uh, that Apple generates for you, and uh, it's just random characters. Okay. And you have to type them in exactly as they appear on the recovery code. So that's just something else our members would have to wonder, worry about. That's it's right. Just, just like a password. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it exactly. Yeah. I, I remember reading an article about somebody that was trading bitcoins, and uh, he had in a bitcoin. When you get a bitcoin, you get a identifying number for that bitcoin or mm-hmm. for that portion of the bitcoin. And uh, this, this guy had a hard drive that had several bitcoins on there, seventy some odd thousand dollars worth of bitcoins, and he lost the hard drive. Oh wow. And he said, yeah, how do I get this back? And the answer was, there is no way There's because no way. you don't have any of those identity codes and without those identity codes. And so it's a, the same kind of thing here that without those codes, you know, you simply cannot lose that information. Yet you have to do something to make sure you don't lose it. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a never-ending circle. It, it really is. But anyway, uh, that's a, enough bad news for the day. That's enough bad news <laughs> for today. So we'll, we'll, we'll close with some good news. We've got our meeting coming up the second Wednesday. It's the 12th. It's the 10th. It's the 10th. The 10th. 10th. Yeah, Wednesday the, the 10th. The 10th of May, right? Yeah. Uh, and so we'll, Two weeks from Wednesday. Two weeks from Wednesday. We'll see you there at the Veterans Theater from noon to 2. And looking forward to seeing everybody. And with that, I guess, Chip, we'll call it a day. Sounds good to me, Gary. Goodbye, Chet. Goodbye, Gary.